You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, February 2nd. And uh, Tuesday was one of those wacky, wild, Kool-Aid-style days. You know, it opens with, you know, uh, mid-morning Tom Brady retiring, right? And that's like massive news. It's official. It's official. Oh, my goodness. And the consternation lasted like two hours before another NFL bombshell hit. And it was a big one. (laughs) Um, fortunately we had a guest booked, uh, we recorded yesterday after the news broke. His name is Greg Bedard. You guys know him. He used to be a big Boston newspaper guy, started his own shop. And as a guy who started his own shop, I love that for Greg Bedard, Boston sports journal. Uh, I'm sure I know a lot of listeners in Boston subscribe. It's a great, uh, resource. He's also doing a lot of radio and TV, so you'll enjoy the interview and he's covered Flores. Uh, I'm not going to steal his thunder, but, um, him and Flores have had some words before, uh, Brian Flores, of course, the former Miami Dolphins coach. Uh, can we call him a former NFL coach now? It doesn't seem like prospects are good for him returning to the NFL after you sue the league. Um, I, uh, you know, I, again, Bedard says a lot of good stuff. You guys have to wait for the interview and his insight. I have some other thoughts that I slept on and I, you know, now I wake up and I, I think I'm a little more clear eyed on this one. 
than I was yesterday right after the news hit. You know, you're just like, whoa, this 58-page lawsuit, this is crazy. Uh, a billionaire owner willing to just pay six figures so you could lose games and tank for Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert? Like, <laughs> Well, actually, it was for Joe Burrow uh, because Justin Herbert went one pick after Tua. And um, that's one of the allegations. Uh, listen, I, this is tough, guys. It's a difficult one because Brian Flores says a lot of really smart stuff in the lawsuit. And he's basically falling on his sword so those who come after him have life easier. And I didn't realize this. It's in a lot of the stories today. But 32 NFL teams, there were nine coaching openings um, this offseason. There's one black coach. And I think the number I saw was 68% of the league is African-American players. And you got one black coach in Mike Tomlin. A little jarring. And it's weird because the NFL has continuously said we want to get better with uh, improving hiring practices. We really want to um, get more minorities in there because our league is full of minorities. Now, all, most of the almost all the owners are white guys, and the NFL continues to tweak the Rooney Rule. But you know, when you really think about is the Rooney Rule working, it it's kind of sort of like. And I was thinking of an analogy. It's like. Every year you start out with, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to be healthier. I'm not going to drink as much. And you try really, really hard. And then next thing you know, two weeks in, you finish dinner and you're just like, damn, I'm still hungry. I'm, let me dig into some ice cream. And I'm going to have a nice cool glass of scotch. Neat. And it's like, you want to get better. You say all the right things, but your actions speak louder than your words like are you really trying to stay in shape and get healthy and eat better and drink less now some people they, they don't want to do that that's fine but the people who want to do that are you trying and and you just wonder you look around the league are they trying to do better and hire more black coaches are, is that like a thing that they're really trying to do or are they just saying that because man this this lawsuit's bad i mean flores essentially took himself out of the running for the Houston job. How, how are they possibly going to hire him when he has a lawsuit against the league? It's pretty clear that he thought he was going to get either the New York Giants job, which went to Brian Dable, or he was going to get uh, another one. And the particularly the New York Giants job ended ugly with this whole Bill Belichick texting. Um, Bill Bel I'm sure you guys have seen the text by now. Bill Belichick sends a text to Brian Dable. Congratulations, man, um, on the job. That's great news. Uh, let me read the exact uh, Belichick text message because obviously this is making the rounds on the internet. Sounds like you have landed. Congrats. Did you hear something I didn't hear? Responds Brian Flores. Giants? Exclamation mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark. And then Brian Flores kind of deflating. I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. Belichick, got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it. And then Brian Flores, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. And then coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian Dable? Just making sure. Because they both coached in New England, both named Brian. Sorry, I effed this up. I double-checked, and I misread the text. 
I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. Oh, gosh, it's got to be just deflating when you're Brian Flores reading that and Belichick knowing. Now, I'm not going to get into whether it was a sham interview that they were having for Flores. I don't know if the Giants had interviewed other black candidates before they were going to interview Flores. Are there sham interviews? Of course there are. Come on, you know that. So it's a given. Yeah, that's going to happen. Um, it's it's bad. It's ugly. I mean, you and people call it out as soon as they see it happening. Um, but for Belichick to get involved, it's oof, just ghastly. And you know, you you look at the aspect where John Elway, he was in uh, Flores was interviewing with John Elway, and he says John Elway came in an hour late for the interview, and he was disheveled from what allegedly was a full night out of boozing it up. And like, did he care about the Brian, Brian Flores interview? That he Flores says the next day or whatever, 48 hours later, they bring in Vic Fangio. And it's like, you feel bad for Flores? And it's like, well, should he have waited out the cycle and maybe gotten a job and then... But no, he was already painted by that jerk, that billionaire... Yeah, I should rein in what I'm saying. That billionaire Stephen Ross in Miami. You guys know I'm a Jets fan, so obviously I do not like Stephen Ross at all. I did find this interesting. He's one of these, uh, they, uh, Pro ProPublica calls him the second wealthiest real estate titan in America, Stephen Ross. Um, and of course, he's one of these guys who claims he loses all this money on real estate when in reality he's making a ton. So he doesn't pay federal income taxes. You know, one of those like just smarmy dudes. You just don't like that guy. I don't like the Dolphins at all. Uh, their GM stinks, Greer. And now you got to wonder who wants that job. You're going in when you know the owner was like, hey, I want to pay you to tank. And Flores is like, no, I'm not tanking. What are you doing? Winning games in spite. So basically, now you're not a team player. Well, do we want to get better with you tanking? Because you winning these games doesn't help. I mean, there's like a, there isn't there a major league vibe to that? Remember the movie Major League, one of the best baseball movies ever? It's just, I don't know, man. This this story is ugly. It's surely not what the NFL needed on a day that everybody was championing the career of the GOAT, Tom Brady. And it's upstaged by racist drama in the NFL. Not good. All right, let's get to our interview with the one and only Greg Bedard. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say... I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome in a friend of the podcast. I've known him for a while. I would see him at the Super Bowl. I obviously read his stuff. He's as plugged in on the Patriots as anybody. Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. Greg, how are you, man? Good. What's up, J-Mac? Uh, you know, uh, you know. I was hoping once Tom Brady left the Patriots, they would kind of fall out of con- the mix. Nobody would care about them anymore. They'd be irrelevant. You know, my Jets could rise to the top, but... Um, I don't know. They got Mac Jones. They got to the playoffs. Uh, Josh McDaniels just left. And uh, this Tuesday bombshell with, holy cow, Brian Flores is suing. uh, Brian Flores, a former Patriot uh, coach, is suing the Dolphins and the Giants and I guess the league. Uh, Greg, this is a stunner. The the funniest, well, it's not funny. 
Greg, he was supposedly in the mix for the Houston Texans job. Is this him saying, I don't want that damn job? I don't want to go to the Houston Texans. I'd rather sue the league. Like, what's going on? I'm stunned. Yeah, a, a couple things on this, J-Mac. First of all, um, I couldn't believe when it was broke. I was live on the air here in Boston. I saw somebody retweeted on Twitter, and I, I clicked the link, and I'm like reading through it, and I'm like, this can't be real. Like, the Belichick quote at the top, and then, like, Stephen Ross is giving up money. I'm like, for a second, you know, I try not to spread disinformation on Twitter. I was just like, is this for real? And then, then suddenly yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, it is real. And it's, oh boy. it's unbelievable. I, Brian Flores is a guy I covered here. Uh, with the Patriots. Um, I had an interesting uh, relationship with him here. Uh, let's just say he he often knew what I was saying and writing about the team and would often use it uh, to motivate his players and himself, Ooh. including Ooh. after the, I think it was the Falcons Super Bowl, he tapped me on the shoulder in the locker room and said, you thought we couldn't do it. And we got into a whole interaction there. So Brian At, wait, is, after winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, like minutes after winning the Super Bowl, he tapped me on the shoulder to say, like, he didn't think we could do it. And then I was just like, wait, what is he talking about? I picked them to win the Super Bowl for the season. I picked them to win this game. What's he talking about? I was like, oh, I know what it was. I said, if Patrick Chung is playing safety for this team, and maybe it was 2016, uh, they're not winning a Super Bowl. And he's like, and I was like, oh, I understand now what you're talking about. And and I was like, Brian, you got to admit, Patrick was not playing safety for you guys. Wasn't playing deep safety. He was playing linebacker. He said, no, we played safety a lot. I'm like, no, he didn't. I could show you the number. But anyways, we got no whole argument about that. But How very it, Baker Mayfield of him, huh? Like yeah. monitoring what that people are saying about him? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. uh, but, you know, so that just goes to show how much of a competitor Brian is. And he can be a little bit of a hothead at times. And so my initial thoughts about this are, first of all, props to him for taking this step because yeah look unless there's a forward-thinking team and maybe the Patriots maybe they maybe he I, I don't even know with the Belichick text involved I don't know if that closes it off he could get the Mangini treatment now but a lot of props for him taking this step because he's putting his career on the line which he acknowledged he could very easily be Colin Kaepernick after this which is unfortunate because I think he's a he's a he's an excellent head coach uh, I think he's an excellent coach overall. I don't understand the timing of it. There are still five uh, head coaching positions available, which, like you said, he's at least in the mix in Houston, which is where I thought maybe he could land. I could mm -hmm. see – I don't understand the timing on why not, why not a month from now when all those – he's not hired, he doesn't get a job, and, you know, he does this. And, um, you know, I, I just think, uh, you know, he's – he. <laughs> The, props to him for 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 taking yeah. the step but involving belichick that's that was, another oof. sort of uh, okay i don't know what's going to come of that uh, it's just a lot of a lot of different thoughts i know people are going to think that that's a smoking gun the text where belichick was texting brian uh dable but it went to flores because brian brian mix ups yep. and bill Be bill has said he doesn't understand facebook and all this stuff maybe he's not good at text um I do want to ask, what's the Mangini treatment? Is that basically that Belichick doesn't talk to him anymore because of what went down with uh, uh, some of the – it wasn't Spygate. Which one? Was it Deflategate? Which one? It was Spygate. It was – well, oh, I mean, it was, it was – okay. first of all, Belichick didn't want Mangini to go to the Jets and, and counseled him against that. And then he took like guys like Brian Dayball and some other guys with him and then the whole Spygate thing, and he's been sort of persona non grata uh, ever since. And – you know, it's one thing to file suit against the league alleging racism in their hiring practices, which 
I think we can all acknowledge uh, goes yeah. on. Um, it, it's quite another to use Bill Belichick's texts as the key evidence in that and for Belichick's, you know, s- stuff to be put on display. He doesn't really like that. And look, I can just see Bill being like, look, I'm almost 70 years old. I had a senior moment. Yeah. I mean, what do you want from yeah. me? Like, it, I, I don't know if it's any evidence yeah. of anything, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, it doesn't seem like Bella. He made it seem like Belichick had inside information that it was going to be Dable. Uh, and it doesn't look good when he's like, wait, I interviewed Thursday. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? And he could have been just like, I heard rumors that they're, you know, they're, yeah, I mean, they're, you know how many people prefer Dayball? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I know Belichick is, claims to not follow the media, but the, uh, Schefter and Rappaport, all these guys are saying stuff about it constantly. Um, it's and just the Bills had hired, uh, the Giants had hired the Bills assistant general manager as GM who worked with Dayball. So it was, you know, that yeah. Sheen got hired with the Giants. It's natural just in rumor mongering to be like, yeah, I think they're going towards uh, Dayball whenever honest, he's yeah. done with his season. I am curious what you make of the Stephen Ross stuff. According to Flores, Stephen Ross offered him $100,000 for every loss so that they could get a better draft position. Obviously, Ross was ticked off that Flores was somehow winning games, Mm -hmm. and they ended up with Tua instead of, oh my gosh, Herbert or Joe Burrow. Uh, Stephen Ross, what do you know about him other than being like a filthy rich Scrooge McDuck type fellow? It, from what I've heard about the operation down there, it doesn't surprise me. I also didn't like that Brian Flores got fired because I think he did a really nice job this year. Um, Agreed. You know, I, I think I think that was in terms. We all know there's racism in the NFL's hiring. We there's one black coach in the league. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to understand is that, that. Is that it I, right now? Yeah, one of thirty-one oh or God. whatever it is. Yeah, it's just oh. Mike Tomlin, I think, right now. Um, but I think the Stephen Ross stuff is probably going to be the most actionable stuff in the lawsuit in that Roger Goodell has to open an investigation. Uh, as long as somebody else backs up what Flores says, and somebody will, some Flores probably told somebody, as long as they do that, I think Stephen Ross is looking at at least a year-long suspension and Ooh. and forfeiture of money and draft picks. Wow. It, it goes to the competitive nature of the game. This We're talking yeah. about an NFL team, an NFL owner, incentivizing throwing National Football League games. It's it's huge. It's not quite up there with gambling and putting money on it, but I think that is, that's huge, and I don't think it will be difficult to prove. Um, in the NBA, they made the Clippers, uh, I forget the Clippers, Donald Sterling was forced to sell the team. You Do you foresee anything like that with well, Ross? That was- I know the NFL's. That was a lot. Of, there was Very a lot of racist difficult. stuff involved. In a lot there. more you know, racist stuff. Tapes, but if, yeah. if 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 Flores, you know, continues this out and they've got more uh, bullets in the chamber here to fire, I I don't know. Where, how's Ross's standing among owners? He's not one of like the inner core guys, no, right? But, He's no Jerry you know, Jones. You know the way Goodell deals with these guys. It's never ultimately on the owner. They'll slap him on the wrist as long as he okay. takes his. The big thing that I've learned from covering the NFL for twenty years, J Mac is. If you do something wrong, even if it's really awful, as long as you just own up to it quickly and take your punishment, all right, people get over it. Mm-hmm. And also, the Goodell goes a little bit lighter. If you don't admit it, like, say, Deflate Gate, and you go all the way to <laughs> circuit court, then all of a sudden you're talking about four game suspension for Tom right. Brady and fines and draft picks and things like that. So uh, it depends on what else comes out. But if, if it's just this $100,000 for each loss, uh, to me, 
Ross is at least looking at a suspension for a year plus other stuff. Uh, all right, sticking with the Patriots, Josh McDaniels leaves. Now, uh, Greg, I think back in the day, you maybe I had you on my radio show, but a lot the general sense was McDaniels was going to be the coach in waiting in New England. He was going to wait it out. Uh, he had that opportunity with the Colts. He went back. He's got the kids in school, and I don't I don't know about you. I'm I'm kind of stunned he went to the Raiders. Uh, what were your initial thoughts? Yeah, well, I never. And I knew there was no sort of promise of Josh McDaniels coming back and being the, the successor in waiting. There was there was none of that um, from multiple people around the organization. Um, it, you know, I think that McDaniels got uh, selective after that. Now there was a time he took the Browns and Eagles interviews. I think last year, that's when mm-hmm. they had no quarterback, they had no plan forward. Tom Brady was gone. Nobody knew what Belichick's future was, so maybe McDaniels thought, hey, I should at least listen to these guys. I don't think it's going to match because they're going to have to basically chuck everything that they do if they want to believe in me. Um, But I think a big thing around here is nobody knows what Bill's future is. He could could seriously go another 10 years um, here. (laughs) I I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past him. I, I mean, I think it's more like four or five, you know, to pass okay. Shula and things like that, become the all-time winningest coach. But uh, nobody's banking on it. They don't know what the setup's going to look like. There are guys who, quite frankly, don't really want to be Bill Belichick's successor. I mean, mm. the best-case scenario is your George Seifert. And George Seifert won two Super Bowl titles. He's still not in the Hall of Fame. And you can't oh, wow. do much better that. than that. Yeah. And so you're most likely to be – and his name is Casey right now. The guy who, who uh, I think it ben, Bengetson, who succeeded Vince Lombardi in Green Bay, uh, <laughs> you're more likely to be that. I mean, it's a no-win yeah. situation following Bill Belichick up here. So Josh McDaniels was interested in taking a job that aligned with what he wanted, which was basically partnering with his type of GM, which he got in Dave Ziegler, who he's known back going to their college days, uh, with a with an owner who will not be asking him X's and O's questions and analytic questions on every Monday or Tuesday after games like Jeffrey Lurie and guys like that. You know, Mark Davis is hands off, says, you go run things. And this aligned, it's a tough division with Herbert and Mahomes and who knows, Rodgers going to the Broncos potentially. Yeah. Uh, but if, if McDaniels was going to take a second job, after being fired in Denver, it needed to be this kind of setup. So I think that's what appealed to him. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So I am curious, if McDaniels is so loved around the league, if Indy wanted to hire him, if he took interviews last year, the Raiders got him now, why didn't the Patriots see him as, you know, the, the successor to, to Bill Belichick? Because I don't think the crafts, the crafts give Belichick a wide berth in terms of they don't, they know they're the only ones who know what his contract is. Uh, but basically, <laughs> Belichick I think has carte blanche to stay as long as he wants to, and nobody else is gonna broach that subject with him. The crafts barely do, um, and hmm. so I just think that I don't think that was an option. I don't, I don't know how appealing it was to Josh McDaniels to stay here and possibly succeed uh, Belichick. But you also have to remember, Matt Patricia is here now. 
What's his? He 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 had a wide ranging influence this year. Is he now the favored son? But you also the other thing is the the Patriots now recognize the Crafts believe that they are an iconic brand now. That there isn't any coach that they couldn't get should Belichick retire. I mean, what's to say Sean Payton doesn't go to TV for two or three years? And Belichick retires, who they have a close relationship with, uh, Peyton and Belichick. Uh, they they are pretty close. And the Crafts say, you know what? We want Sean Payton. I, I don't put that past anybody. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so Matt Patricia's back in good graces despite the abject failure in Detroit where he hey. alienated players, uh, media, everybody. Everybody hated him there. Yeah, but <laughs> that's outside of – Gillette. I mean, oh. you know, Gillette is its own beast. Uh, Belichick, <laughs> that probably earned him points with Bill Belichick, the way he sort of <laughs> did things. Um, but he, you know, there's no there's no denying Matt Patricia is extremely smart. He probably learned some things like Josh McDaniels did from his time in Denver. Yep. And look, he came back here, and he was basically on Belichick's hip all through training camp, was running some of the practices, was up in the coach's booth, had uh, GM-like roles – he could slide into there now that Dave Ziegler's gone. Uh, let's just say it's fair to say that Matt Patricia uh, is is a favored nation, it, you know, at Gillette, and you know he could fill any role here. Any thoughts on the idea, the theory that McDaniel's kind of you know he saw a season of Mac Jones and he was like, eh. If I can coach Derek Carr and I can be the head coach, that's better than being the offensive coordinator with Mac Jones. I uh, I don't believe that at all. I think Josh. Do you think McDaniels, Mac Jones is is good? I think he's good. Um, do okay. I? I don't know how good he's going to be. I think he's he's probably top fifteen now. I think he can get on the Ooh. outer edges is of Carr, top wait, ten. Is Carr top fifteen? Is Carr top fifteen? Probably just just in front of Mac Jones. But look, there's no guarantee Ooh. that. Um, yes. There's no guarantee that Derek Carr's the Raiders starter next year. That's true. I mean, so I, now I, let's... I think they want to they want to open they want to work with him and are definitely open to it, but mm-hmm. he can be cut or traded for no no cap hit. So, who knows what happens? You could just know that Josh McDaniels is not going to make the same mistake he made with Jay Cutler and well, start was... <laughs> going around behind his back and making trades for Matt Castle and things like that. So where do you uh, – let's say that he does not want Carr. Do you have any guys you identify as who he might want? Who's a Josh McDaniels-type quarterback? I think it's I think it's wide open. I think they Ooh. will entertain a lot of different options. I think Garoppolo will be, be avail, available, knows mm. the offense, and maybe would be a nice placeholder if you draft uh, you know, a younger quarterback. Um, would be poss- a cheaper option. Than Carr, yeah, uh, and you never know. You know, maybe Tom Brady gets an itch in in July oh, no and way. wants to come back. No, and hey, this is why you're talking to a guy who covered kid. Favre in Green Bay. Oh, so that's I don't right. rule yes. anything out. Tom Brady in Vegas with McDaniel's is spicy. All right, well, let, let's wrap up with Brady. Okay. Um, I don't know what. I'm I'm still a little shocked, and and again, I need week one to roll up. I know he sent out a ten page Instagram thing, and I get it. And he did mention the Patriots. Oh my gosh, I mean, he mentioned them a couple years ago when he left. You know, so I don't think that's a huge deal. What, what are you making out of this? Big deal, little deal, no deal? What? I I was a bit stunned to see that there was oh. zero mention of the Patriots in there, and um, I think it was, I think it was it was obviously intentional. This is a guy who crafts his brand, who knows everything, who made sure he got his plugs in for his brand 
in his statement, did not mention the Patriots once. And to me, I think it, it speaks, Jason, to uh, the fact that Tom Brady did not want to leave, that he still has a grudge for not ending his career on his terms in New England where he thought that he had earned that right and that respect. It was not reciprocated by Bill Belichick. And I think that Brady is still is is still bothered by that. And we're talking about a guy who uh, was irked by being a six-round draft pick. Lloyd Carr, you know, the benchings yeah. in Michigan still has all those chips on his shoulder. And I think the Patriots are now one of those chips. And I don't – even though I saw Brett Favre get over it with Green Bay and Ted Thompson and those guys, I don't know, I don't know if Brady's going to get over that yeah. anytime soon. Even though he won a Super Bowl? that That's the weirdest part to me. Like, he left – he won a Super Bowl – like, bro, bro, you won the breakup. No. Congrats, Tom. And he's still salty? I, Knowing Brady the way that I do, yeah. And I don't think that you know some of his family loved the way he was treated when he came back here and played yeah. this year. I think it's all sort of encompassing. I mean, his, the interviews that his dad get, gave in the lead-up to that interview, talking about 56 touchdown passes and damn right. And, you know, this – you know, Tom Sr. knows what Tom Jr.'s feeling, and I think those those feelings are real right underneath huh. the surface. All right. So uh, what's your guess? Week 1, 2022, so September whatever day. Uh, give me a percentage chance you think Brady is under center week 1 starting for a team, whether it's Vegas, uh, Tampa, whoever. 10%. It's not. It's not good. Maybe twenty percent. Maybe, but probably ten. Listen, that is not bad. I mean, I just. By the way, Tampa is in dire straits, right? Gronk ain't coming back right. without Brady. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know about Fournette. Um, their cap situation's not great. The defense was not great. Um, Godwin coming off the ACL, like it, this. This team goes right back to the you know five, six, seven wins, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that that was part of the calculation for Brady. I mean, I I was surprised he retired because he said, "I'll retire when I suck." He was arguably the MVP of this uh, yeah. uh, this year, but I think that he just realized it's one thing to move on from New England, where it was tough towards the end, get rejuvenated for one year. That last year took a lot out of him and the team, and I think he this year was tough. There was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, and the prospect of moving to another team. Uh, and doing it all over again, I think he was just he was too tired to do that. Is is behind the scenes more than Antonio Brown or? No, I mean I I don't think him and Arians got along splendidly, and there was a lot of you know fighting about the offense, not actual fighting, but you know some disagreements about how to handle things, and you know maybe the A B decision, uh, if it was handled a different way, maybe Brady thinks that A B would have been fine if he would have left it just up to Brady. And, you know, they really needed him at the end of the season and didn't have him. Yeah. I'll, I'll close out with a Jets question because you know uh, about the Jets. So you saw Zach Wilson uh, this season. And, uh, you know, we know rookies can go up and down. Burrow was okay as a rookie. Now he's in the Super Bowl. I'm not saying Zach Wilson will do that. Just I'm curious first impressions on Zach Wilson of the Jets. Uh, I like Zach a lot. I mean, I I, I I think he I Let's think he go. improved over the course of the season. There there was just wasn't much around him, and you gotta you gotta give these young quarterbacks um, a really good offensive line, and you gotta protect them. And I I think they they had issues with that. Um, you know that I just saw today that Sala said that left yeah. tackles a competition between Becton and George Fant. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, I well, know Becton has been hurt all the time when he well, plays. He's, he's, they, 
He's awesome, but they they don't like him. He's out of shape continually. Oh, he doesn't want to work. So he got paid a lot. So I mean, talented. behind the scenes, it doesn't sound good, man. So, like you got a new coaching staff, right? You're you're Beckton. You're a first round pick. You want to impress him. He shows up like slovenly and not really working hard. And they're like, what the? What is this guy? Man. You know, I mean, nothing's given to you in the league. And you know, Salah's one of these rah rah guys. And Fant played well. I know it's small sample size, so uh, it's typical Jets. But uh, at least the Dolphins are a bigger dumpster fire right now, right? So yeah, the Jets clearly for sure. not in the basement. Of the uh, so good All right, for the Greg Jets. Bedard. Yes, good for the Jets. Congrats. Uh, we'll do it. You know, Boston Sports Journal. You're doing a lot of radio now, too, huh? You're just yeah, such a big I, deal in Boston. Yeah, Boston doing a bunch of radio and TV and stuff like that. So it's all good. Congrats on your success, man. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.